Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. And Hutchison Brown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hooked on Fantasy. I'm your co-host here, Hutchison Brown, along with your other co-host, Luke Sawhook. We got a fantastic show today. We're talking about some free agent quarterbacks. We've got some interesting players here, and we're going to start talking about some free agency as of like not even a month away, free agency begins. So we're going to be talking about running backs, receivers, tight ends. But we're starting tonight with the quarterbacks. And maybe the podcast listeners aren't listening tonight, but we're uh, we're recording this live on Wednesday night. So I'm saying tonight. Luke, how are we doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, sir. And like you mentioned, yes, we were talking about the quarterbacks today, the most positioned football, most positioned football, the most important position <laughs> in all of football and all of sport, I was trying to say. Uh, a lot of really talented quarterbacks in this free agency class. I mean, I feel like every year we see what feels like another year of unprecedented movement at starting quarterbacks in the NFL. This year could be another very exciting offseason, especially without trades. This is all just free agents. You know, a lot of quarterbacks this quality don't hit the market that often. You know, there's not really a guy on this list who, you know, really wows me in terms of being a young up-and-coming talent. But these are a lot no, of quality really. veteran quarterbacks who can go in there and give you some proven production. Oh, yeah. Or guys who you feel like, you know, you get a really top-notch backup. So, I mean, there's definitely a few guys – who at minimum I think will be the number two quarterbacks on these rosters and with the potential to be the starters. Oh yeah, definitely. There's some, there's some starting quarterbacks here. Absolutely. Do you want to start with the bad ones to the good ones or good ones to the bad ones? Uh, let's go good ones first. Let's go good ones okay. first. Okay. Uh, well, let's start off with the guy who I think probably has been the best out of these quarterbacks for the last few years. I'm going to go with Kirk O'Chains, Kirk Cousins. Uh, his time yeah. in Minnesota may be over. I know Justin Jefferson really wants to keep him coming off a pretty severe injury. Um, I'm very interested to see what he fetches on the open market because he's pretty old. He's, he's getting up there in age. Uh, he's a very good quarterback. I, I don't he's really know. Got he's the Achilles tear. He's yeah, also got the Achilles tear on him. Like, that's just not a – that's not always great. I know more – when we talk about Achilles, it's more about the running back position as a career killer, and, and Kirk isn't a mobile quarterback, but an Achilles tear is, at his age is still just not great for a football player. It's not great, especially for, like I, – I feel like with these older guys, you're going to want a lot of that time to have, like, off-season oh, yeah, maintenance yeah. and recovery, and he hasn't 100%. really had that at all. Um, but I will say, like you mentioned, he's not a scrambler. He's not really a mobile – quarterback no, no, no. he can move enough to get the job done right but like he's not a statue but i feel like it's it's not that bad to me for him with the achilles i feel like he'll play pretty much the same with it yeah, honestly i'm not really that concerned okay. you know if lamar jackson tears his achilles it's a different story right right but i think Kirk cousins is is gonna be pretty much fine I'm just really curious to see how much money he fetches on the open market. Very, very uh, much so. I mean, I know we're seeing numbers being thrown around right now for Dak Prescott for sixty million a year in the rumor mill, which is unbelievably high. I think that's just um, so stupid. I, I think, don't like. I think Kirk could fetch at least forty-eight million a year in the open market. Forty-eight. Whew. That would be. That would be. I mean. The Dak sixty million is ridiculous. I don't like. I would. I would laugh at the Cowboys if they paid Dak sixty million a year. Genuinely, I would laugh. I think that's yeah, great. I think that's absolutely boring. insane. As an Eagles fan, I'd be happy because they just get the choke in the playoffs every single year, and I get to watch it as an Eagles fan, be happy. But that's I would just hard. laugh at the Cowboys if they were signing Dak to that kind of deal. That's just uh, that's just absurd, uh, absurd kind of money. That's just not. 
It's not reasonable. Yeah, I mean, it is very expensive. I think really I'm going to set the line right around there for Kirk. I'm going to I'm going to guess 48 million a year for Kirk just because of how well he's played the last few seasons. I think, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to get paid top ten quarterback money. Yeah, he'll probably be in the top. Yeah, he'll probably be. I think he'll probably be. I think he'll more be 40, 45 range. Because that the Achilles chair, his age, it makes it a little bit tougher for dude, him. I don't but know, dude, Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo were getting that much money though. Like he's not... they were got. No, Jimmy Garoppolo was in the 30s. I'm oh, sorry, sure. I, I meant um, Derek Carr got 40. Uh, Daniel yeah. Jones. Derek Carr and Carr and Jones were in the 40s. Carr and Jones. Got both, 40 I think they were both 40. Yeah. So I feel like you know Cousins is. Up here with those guys, I think I think yeah. we're looking at at least forty four to forty five. I think forty eight. That's fair. Yeah, that's a fair price. Know, inflation yeah. year over year, salaries getting higher, salary cap possibly increasing. You know. Yeah, I, where could he go though? I mean, obviously, I think he's going to stay in Minnesota. Personally, I think they're going to give him the. I think he's going to get the hometowns discount, stay in Minnesota, and stay with Justin Jefferson in that offense. And I, I like it honestly. You know, when we looked at him for fantasy in the first, you know, eight weeks of the season. He was a top six quarterback overall points, QB seven in points per game. He was just a monster for fantasy football because all they did was pass the football because they couldn't run it. Alexander Madison and Ty Chandler in that backfield and Cam Akers for a half a second sucked. It was just terrible. But Kirk knew how to throw the ball and he knew how to get it to Jefferson and Addison and Hoxton, his playmakers, and it just worked. He was so good for fantasy football. Yeah, and I agree. I, I think they're going to keep him. I think he stays in Minnesota. I think I with agree. Justin yeah. Jefferson wanting him to stay in town, how productive has he been with those weapons? I mean, I feel like the if you look at his – oh, gosh, I can't talk. If you look at this team, the weakness has not been Kirk Cousins over the last few seasons. I don't think no. they really need to go out there and try to reevaluate the quarterback position entirely. I think Kirk Cousins is a solution for quarterback for the Vikings. I think they just need other pieces. And, I mean, he's the face of the franchise along with J.J. I mean, I think they're going to want to keep him in the building. I think people really like him there. I think if they can get him on a nice oh, excellent guy contract, you extend him, you extend Jefferson, you have your offense secured for the next few seasons with him, Hawkinson, and Addison. I think it makes perfect sense for him to land back in Minnesota, so I agree with you there. Um, any other comments before we move on to the next guy? No, honestly, no. I mean, I, I, I can't. I just can't see another place he would go. Like, I think Minnesota just works for him. I really do. I mean, obviously, there are other places he can go. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see him return to Washington if they wanted to do another veteran fix quarterback. Eh, I don't I think, think Washington's on the youth movement. I don't really. See I them think they are too. I don't see that. I don't see them. I see them either trading up to one or just drafting Drake Mayo too. I don't see them. Yeah, I think they. I think they're bringing a QB to Washington, but I also could see them in the in the in the market for one of these veterans we have written down here. We'll get to later. Um, a guy who I am very very interested in is Russell Wilson. We talked about this before we went live exactly a few minutes ago. Um, but I think Russell Wilson could be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, he is the odds-on favorite currently to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Possible, he is yeah. Two fifty on DraftKings to land with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson also said on his podcast with Shannon Sharp the other day that he believes that he has a source that says that Russell Wilson will be a Pittsburgh Steeler next season. I don't hate wow. it at all. I really don't. I mean, this is a guy who's had a track record of success in his career, hasn't played the best football in Denver the last couple seasons, but I feel like Mike Tomlin is the perfect coach for Russell Wilson right now at this point in his career. I think he's going to get a lot out of him. I think he's going to hold him accountable, and I think – even if we just get Russell Wilson from Denver this past couple seasons, he's going to give the Steelers the best quarterback play they've had in a very long time. Um, I'm very, I'm yeah. very interested in Russell Wilson coming to Pittsburgh. I won't lie; I think he could be a good deal for both parties. 
Yeah, he's interesting. You know, a refresh to a new team could be nice for him. I mean, obviously, it hasn't been the best football over the past couple of seasons. The receiving core hasn't been the best for him either. I mean, Jerry Judy's been a complete disappointment. Cortland Sutton, yeah. this year, he scored a ton of touchdowns, but otherwise, he was okay. But, dude, I want you to guess. Do you, do you know where his dead cap is this year in 2024? Too much. Too dude. much. I don't know how much it is for dude. Denver, but they are drowning. It's, it's $85 million. $85 million. $85 million. And the thing is, if they were to eat that right on the chin, huh? Oh, they're going to eat that so hard if they cut him. Damn. But the thing is, if they don't move on this year and they go to next year, it's so much better. It's nearly $50 million they cap. Whoa. Dude, like they, they are just stuck. They have no they have no way out right now, man. They are stuck with him. And then in the following years, it's 31 million dead cap, 12 million dead cap, and then 4 million dead cap. Like, it's just, it's bad. No matter what way you look at it. In the terrible all-time bad NFL And contract. guess what? The two years prior were even more. 107 million, 124 million the last two years. Before that. 124. Dude, that contract is insane. Dude, it's ridiculously oh bad. It's ridiculously bad. Terrible. Like, I, terrible stuff. But I think he, I think I agree with you. We've seen reports all offseason that he's going to be cut. He's going to be going to a different team this offseason. And that's, I think that's a likely outcome too. I think they're going to eat that money. Just try to move on, try to find someone else. And I think the Steelers are a good option. I think the Steelers are a very reasonable guess of where he could go. Man, I'm trying to think of other places where it would be reasonable. I mean, could Atlanta try to do that? Yeah, I think you get the most out of those weapons. I feel like you could run the offense, win some games. Yeah, I don't hate it absolutely. All. Absolutely. I just don't, I, I don't have many places where, I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders also seem like a very likely outcome. You know, get a Raiders veteran guy. I feel like Antonio Pierce would like like a veteran presence, at quarterback to help him out and just roll that offense, keep it going. But otherwise, I don't see many places where he'd be a great fit. It's just, I don't know who's to be wanting to deal with that money. Like I mean, the, the money is disgusting. The money's I mean, just disgusting. Whoever picks that up is just going to have to deal with it. And they're going to have to turn him into a good quarterback or else they're going to be buried. Like, just not buried, buried. Is buried a word? I don't know. Oh, hey, we can allow it to be a word. But yeah, man, I, I, I think Steelers are a good landing spot for Russ. Outside of that, though, there's not a ton of teams that scream, hey, I need a quarterback right now in the free agency market. I feel like a lot of the teams that need QB are or a lot of teams that say, Or there are a lot of teams that scream, hey, I need Russell Wilson and all that money like they, they don't there's not a lot of teams that are wanting to do that right now yeah um moving on here I, another guy who i think the steelers could be interested in it's it's ryan Tannehill. um the, the main reason i think they could take him is because he's a veteran i think that he's shown flashes of being pretty solid um it, it also feels like a guy you bring in for a quarterback competition with kenny pickett and be like okay guys you guys duke this out and camp and see who wins the job um and then also with Tannehill, arthur smith uh, we can't ignore that. He had one of the best seasons of his career under Arthur Smith when he was the OC in Tennessee. He's now the OC in Pittsburgh. Obviously, those guys have a pretty good relationship or even just a solid relationship. And I think like it makes a lot of sense for them to have a reunion there in Pittsburgh. So keep an eye on that if they're looking for a better in presence to bring in there. I wouldn't love the signing, but I feel like it's better than having nobody. I just really, really, really hope we don't go into camp with just Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph, a quarterback. We need Dude, competition. So we need other QBs. I think at minimum, I want like a Ryan Tannehill from this class. Outside of that, I don't really want like a guaranteed backup like Gardner or some other guys we're going to talk about soon. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to fix anything, really. I don't think he would be that much oh, better than Kenny Pickett, to be honest. Looking at the way he's played over the last couple of seasons, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, in that season he took over from Marcus Mardio in the second half. And then even the year after that, he was ridiculously efficient. 
But since AJ Brown's left this offense, since that's happened, he's just kind of fallen off and been a disaster. And like, and then he got injured this past year. Then Will Levis looked so much better, ran that offense so much better than Ryan Tannehill did, even though he, he actually had, threw like, the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. That was a big difference. He actually did. Yeah, he threw the ball to D Hop and it worked because D Hop's a good receiver. But Tannehill, seriously, right. I looked, I like even preparation for the show, like I wanted it because I hadn't gotten to watch much of the Titans this year. I looked back at Tannehill's stats, they were kind of gross. And I also looked back at like just watched him play. Like he just he looks terrible. Like he really does. He just doesn't look good at all. And Tennessee's weapons were obviously not the best. I mean, you have Hopkins, who's an aging wide receiver, and you just you don't have tons there. Traylon Burks was a complete flop. Uh, Chickaconka was also a complete flop this year. I just don't think he's going to solve anyone's problems. If he goes to a I team as a starter, Hill, he's going to be a one-year filler. I think a big thing with him is his health, too. His ankles have yes, been Yes, he's not been able to stay healthy with his ankles. Seasons, he can't stay healthy. Um, when he's been healthy, his play has been fine. Uh, but like you mentioned, when he was playing, it's like only garbage, worse, he was he was not healthy. It, it was not good quarterback play. I mean, not at all. I mean, I think the only thing you are really hoping for if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and bringing in Tannehill is you're looking for a veteran who has had flashes of good QB play, who can move an offense and ground and pound and not turn the ball over. Um, I would, Kenny I think, is just a guess kind of that, yeah, but no, not really. Can't. I mean, no, it's, it's bad that. over there. No, Pickett's terrible. He can't do that at all this year. I mean, it was so funny. I saw a stat. I can't remember what the three stats were, but they were like, it was looking at like 42 quarterbacks that had started this year among like 42 eligible quarterbacks. He was like dead last in like three major statistics, like yards per yeah, attempt, yardage, out. and touchdowns. It was just ridiculous. Like it was just, it was so bad. It was really bad to look at. It's but I just don't think Tannehill would solve it. I think Tannehill would lead to like another nine and eight season or eight and nine season, maybe a playoff appearance, and then get blown out in the first round of the playoffs. Like, just just Let's be honest here. Our destiny is to go nine and eight again next year and extend the streak. But not as long as you don't have a real quarterback, that is the Steeler yeah. way. That is the Steeler way. Steeler way. That is the Steeler way. Um, talking about a former AFC North quarterback. Now let's talk about Baker Mayfield, former Cleveland Brown. Um, what do you think happens with him? I think Tampa Bay holds on to him. Yeah, I would. I don't see how they don't. Um, what did I just say? I don't see how they don't hold on to him. Yeah, I don't see how they don't hold on to him. I feel like that would be ah, the because it's not just the way he played. He had solid. He had a solid season this year. Just over a thousand yards, twenty eight touchdowns, ten interceptions. Great season. He Overall, really good season. Really good season. But the thing is, the attitude and the mentality and the locker room presence he brought this year was actually quite game changing for them. Like when you ask everybody on the team, you can ask anybody on that team. You go in the locker room, you watch the way he talks on the field. Dude was a difference maker for the team this year, emotionally and mentally. He really, really was. He changed the mindset of a lot of players on that team. And that's part of the reason why they were so good and really rallied around him is because he really changed. Like, you know, before that, he was just so immature and just like doing all these commercial. It was, it was really, it was clear how immature he was. But he really stepped it up this year mentally and really carried that team. I just don't see a world where they don't give him a contract. It's going to be at least two, three to. years, probably in the $40 million per year range. I would expect that kind of money. But uh, to be quite honest, I don't think he's going to hit this again. I don't think it's going to go up from here. I think it's only going to go a little bit down from here. I don't see him improving Dude, from this season. I think that's fine, though. Like, he played really he well. Totally fine. He's going to play yeah, solid football. Well he has the weapons in Tampa with He'll be solid. Mike, then he'll be good. And I feel like this team can compete in the NFC for at least a playoff spot uh, with Baker. And yeah, this team. I just don't I, think they'll I, get I to like Super Bowl with Mayfield. Right now. I think they have a little bit of juice. 
I think that overall the organization has to be happy with the work that Baker put forth. I think they were going to expect to have to hard rebuild this thing after Brady walked out the door. And I think Baker's brought a little bit of life back to the org. I don't think they're in a great spot right now, but I would not be surprised if the Bucs sneak in the playoffs. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially looking at the division they're playing in. I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta still doesn't have a quarterback. They're even a worse quarterback situation than the Steelers, arguably, with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. Like you, you don't got a quarterback there. And then you have the Saints who are stuck with Derek Carr in that cap situation. And then you have the Panthers, who, I mean, one of the worst flops at, at a rookie season, a quarterback we've ever seen in Bryce Young, it's like a terrible flop. We have no be, idea what he's going to do in the second okay. season. I really think Bryce Young will be okay. I am. I am a little. Con- I'm starting to get a little concerned about Bryce Young. I, like I, I went back and watched. Was terrible. How does it get any better? Dude, how does it get it any was, worse? I don't think it gets any worse. I just don't know how much better he gets. Like I looked back and watched him this past season. Like, dude, there were plenty of opportunities where he was not under crazy pressure. He was not like battling for his life in the pocket or outside the pocket. He just missed the rose, man. He really did. And there were some reads that were so just terrible. He just I, really I just, didn't look good. Like, I need to see what he looks like with weapons. I need. To I would hope. Yes, weapons. I agree. I totally I, agree. I really, and I'm not really saying. I'm not saying it's a zero. I'm not saying zero percent. On uh, I can't think you can judge too hard on a, on a rookie season. First of all, and second of all, I don't think you can judge too bit, uh, much on a rookie season where the best player on offense for him this year was Adam Thielen, who is ancient. Respectfully, receiving yards. great player. A thousand receiving yards this year. They had the worst receiving core and cast of weapons in the NFL. Chuba Hubbard was the starting running back. Miles Sanders devolved into nothingness. Jonathan Mingo is yeah. eh. Hayden Hurst is eh. Offensive line is mid. Like this team is not good on offense at no, all. No, no, they were. So, it was terrible. Bryce Young was put in terrible situation. It's very, That's very rare that a quarterback can come into a situation like that and elevate everything around him, like CJ Stroud did in Houston this year. Young didn't do that, and that's okay. I think that's a fair thing to happen. But but yeah, man, I I, I think we need to wait and see. But Baker, I think he stays with Tampa. Yeah, I would agree. Baker's Baker's Tampa Buccaneer, and that and he's got to compete in that division for a hundred percent. I just don't think he takes that team to the next level. I really don't. No, but I don't, I see, I don't see him going to like. I don't see him going to an NFC Championship game. I just no, don't. I don't I see him getting that at, level. I, I really do. I think if they build, yeah, they do. Around, they're in a solid spot, but even better. Baker is just kind of last year. I think they could. I mean, they won a playoff game this year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a good run. No, you can't ask. For yeah, that was against the Eagles, though. And the Eagles were just like, dude, they were. You know what they I mean? Though they won a playoff. Yeah, game. they won a playoff game. Yeah, but they were. That was an easy freebie win. The Eagles were just <laughs> a dumpster fire. All right. Speaking of dumpster fires, uh, Jimmy grew up. Yeah. Uh, no, but Jimmy G is our last uh, region of of I would say major relevance here. There are a few backups we can get into if you want to talk yeah. about any of them. But Jimmy G, what do you kind of expect here? I think he's going to get a backup job somewhere. But no, I he's a backup. Yeah, if he get a starting job, I would say there's a five percent chance it's a starter. No, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna say I, he lands in Chicago as a backup. Okay, I can see that veteran presence to help out. You know, an incoming rookie quarterback to help him out. I think that'd be fair, but I just don't see him getting a starting job. I just see those odds at basically zero. There, there are a couple of free agent quarterbacks in this class. There are a couple of really good draft options too, and even later in the first, there'll be a couple of draft guys like McCarthy and Bo Nix. What this definitely could be a Steelers signing for sure. That I don't want to. Oh, happen. this would be this if, there's be the one gross, team, if there's one team to do it. This could be the gross. It, it um, hey, we're adding quarterback competition to the room. Jimmy and Kenny duel it out in training camp and see what happens. Uh, that'd be so be disgusting. Gross. It'd be so It'd disgusting. Be gross. Dude, you know what, Hutch? He would be better than Kenny for sure. 
in my he opinion. would he probably would but it still wouldn't be great Jimmy no. Garoppolo, like he had, this was his year, man. I think this was his year to prove that, okay, maybe he can actually be a starting quarterback outside of the San Francisco 49ers offense. And he can't. He went to a Super Bowl with them. He, he just can't. He, even before the foot in, even before the injuries, everything, he just looked terrible. He just looked terrible the entire time. There was no part of him that looked good at all. Aiden O'Connell straight up just outplayed him. It wasn't even close. Aiden O'Connell looks so much better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and he didn't even look great. Jimmy Garoppolo was just that bad, and I don't see him getting a starting job. The only yeah. team, now that you bring him up, the Steelers. That would be the Give only it. team where I'd be like, maybe they bring him in as competition. To Here we go, baby. That would be, that would be such a The standard is the standard, boys. That Nine and eight is the standard. We're going above 500 another year. Let's do it. Bring him in. Veteran presence. Underdog mentality. Grit. Toughness. Success. That would be such a dumb move. It would be, it would be a horrible move for them oh, to make. Man. But yeah, I don't. Right, and as for the PED suspension, there's just. Then no, there's no way he's getting a starting job. I put those odds other, at like 1%. I don't really have much to add to these guys, but some other not- notable names to watch, in my opinion, in this in this QB market as far as top priority backups with guys who could become starters. Uh, Jacoby Brissett played really well last few years. Pretty pretty good production. Yeah, he, Josh he's Dobbs a good back. Played really he's a solid well. Backup. He was really good for a while, and then kind of he fell on his face a bit. But I still think he'll get some nice backup money in the market. Gardner Minshew, rock solid. This guy is like top-notch yeah. backup, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, He's 100%. right on the of a starting caliber quarterback. I think he is a starting caliber quarterback, like right in that fringe line there. I think the Steelers – better than Kenny Pickett and Desmond Ritter. Like, For he's sure. better than a couple of starting quarterbacks right now. For sure. Yeah. And then lastly, Sam Arnold. Um, I would not be surprised if the 49ers should have bring him back. Um, but I do seem to like him quite a bit. But I think he'll – People love Sam Darnold, man, in the NFL. They, they really like that guy. So I, I would not be surprised, again, if he, if he finds himself in a high-priority backup job. Yeah, I would not be surprised either. I have one last bonus question for you, Luke. Go ahead. He's not a free agent, but he's a trade option. Justin Fields, where's he going? What's, oh, hold on, I want to hear, hear what's your dream spot. My dream spot's the Steelers, dude. Still, okay, as a Steelers fan, yeah. Well, like, let's let's pick your Steelers fan, fan bias out of it. Still Steelers. I mean, seriously, like well, uh, I think it – I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it's a team that yeah, is in 100%. need of a good quarterback for the future. I think they have some talented pieces on offense. I think if you look at it too, Hutch, their run game really took off on the back half of the year with Najee and Jalen Warren. Dude, yeah. They have a run-blocking offensive line. Arthur Smith is a run-first coordinator. I think if you're looking at it from a ground-and-pound scenario, Fields, Najee, and Warren's a nice trio. I think they'll run for a lot of yards. Uh, Deontay Pickens, Friar Muth are pretty quality weapons. They're not superstars, but I mean, they're quality weapons. I think I like fields, man. I think he has some nice potential. The only thing I don't love about that is the contract situation, but I think I'm, I'm on team Justin Fields personally. I like it a lot. I like I it think yeah. for the Steelers. I would not mind being aggressive here, trading a second, a fourth or whatever it takes to get the job done. I would pull the trigger personally. If I, if I was uh, Omar Khan, Steelers general manager, I would pull the trigger on Justin Fields. I would be aggressive. If he's available in the market, if Caleb Williams is becoming a Chicago Bear number one overall, I think Justin Fields should be in the black and gold tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I think that's a totally fair move. I mean, the Steelers would be a great option uh, for Justin Fields. I mean, he's got the weapons. you got the run game there. I just think it's so funny that after the year he had, Arthur Smith is now the OC of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just think that's really – it's just – it's so funny to me, man. I, I just it, can't. I, like, it's hilarious. But I think Justin Fields – I posted about it earlier uh, – was it today? No, not today. Maybe yesterday. I posted about Justin Fields. I think a dream landing spot. I don't think it's likely because it's a division rival and they currently have Kirk Cousins, but Minnesota. 
if they don't like what they see of Kirk Cousins, if they don't like him off his Achilles injury, if they're not seeing that, yeah. I think it would be really interesting to see him in Minnesota. Vegas would also weapons. be a lot of fun. What's that? Vegas would be a lot of fun too. Ve- oh, yeah, Vegas. Vegas would be a lot of fun as well with Devontae Adams and them. And also, like, I mean, I keep seeing people, like, just for where – one thing, quick thing, for wherever Justin Fields goes, like, I, I tweeted that about ju- people, and, and people were saying, don't ruin Justin Jefferson. Just don't forget that he just gave DJ Moore a 1,300 yeah, receiving season. 94, 96 catches, 1,364 receiving yards, eight touchdowns, all career highs for him. Yeah. And when – Justin Fields wasn't was not on the field. Did you more struggle without him? Yeah, and when Justin dude, Fields totally. came back, he dominated again. Like Justin Fields, Justin is Fields can man. give us a wide receiver one in fantasy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I would love to see him in that offense with a superstar like that. It'd be a lot of fun. But we'll yeah, do. man, uh, it's a pretty exciting free agency class here. We'll be back next week. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming continuing the series as wideouts or running backs or some kind of combination of yeah, the two. Yeah. So stay tuned, everybody. Me? Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, bye everybody. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I had you just broke.